All right, guys, what's going on? This is uh, episode 12. Um, we don't have the usual uh, characters here, but we have, uh, you know, a new starting lineup, some fresh legs. Oh, um, yeah. And some reoccurring characters. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm, exactly. So mm-hmm. we have, uh, to my right, we have uh, Eunice or Nat. Whatever um, is clever. <laughs> we have uh, Cody. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we have Gure Scarborough, the uh, the ambassador of Scarborough. <laughs> Isai. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> so um, hey, welcome, guys. Thank you for coming. Um, and uh, today, I, I know I, I said on Twitter that we we're going to talk about... Uh, Call it like interracial marriage and but there's only one of us that are married here so <laughs> we, we, it's not really a strong system we'll just do it kind of uh, intercultural relations and how um different cultures just kind of uh, interact with each other and, and stuff like that so um without further ado let's uh let's get it started so um yeah so i guess in terms of cultural relations you know of course culture is a beautiful a beautiful thing um and it's very very i guess specific to where you come from that you know what i mean yeah. but in terms of being a muslim now our lenses comes from islam so once that culture exceeds you know your, your respect for your religion then I, f- I find it to be a problem but other than that culture is a beautiful thing and it's nice to embrace it but just have that balance you know your deans first and then your culture i think um like uh, like i'm somali and and I think Somali. we're Somali as well. Um, a lot of and me and Cody were talking about it the other day. A lot, a lot of our culture and our religion are kind of intertwined since our our country is majority Muslim. Mm-hmm. So that that like a lot of people grow up just learning the Deen and and it's just part of it's just basically part of our culture. Yeah. And I think in in my opinion, us as Somali people, we kind of cross that line of between culture and. Um, and religion so in terms of i know that like just as a general well i guess we'll start off with the marriage mm-hmm. i know that um a lot of somali like families have mm-hmm. a hard time um they have this stance of you can only marry another somali person mm-hmm. and religiously that's that's not that's not right you can marry mm-hmm. whatever you know I, I guess as long as they're muslim or you, you know what i'm saying yeah um but that, that 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 their idea of we need to preserve our language and we need to preserve our culture and i i think that's i understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. like we, um <laughs> we need to keep our language and but majority of the somali kids in the west they don't know how to speak somali mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they don't they like a lot of them don't even know their their culture themselves so i guess they they might not feel that way but the parents feel strong about it mm-hmm. but um well, yeah what, what do you guys think about that, in a sense, I see where you're coming from, but with Somali, sometimes even tribe comes before a culture. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, two Somali couples want to get married, and, and automatically it's like, you drop the tribe, you drop their culture, you drop the dean, and they say, okay, is this girl or is this guy from our tribe? And that in itself becomes an issue. And it's, it's the same for a lot of different uh, uh, ethnicities, yeah. such as, uh, I'll throw them under the bus, Pakistanis. You gotta marry a girl from the specific village, you know. So it's like a lot of Muslims they th- they even throw the deen and the culture away, and they specifically focus on tribalism. Mm-hmm. I think tribe for me, like I don't know, I'm not 100 percent sure if this is true, but I know tribalism was one of the biggest issues that that did affect Somali in that civil war. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't like I don't get why mm-hmm. you know, I'm, you just happen to be born in this certain region of a country 
why do you have such strong beliefs? It's <laughs> not your fault. You're born there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. So I still don't understand it, and I, I don't know. If it's just if if I can ask you in your in your situation when you were getting married, was that was that an issue? No, <laughs> Alhamdulillah, it wasn't an issue. No, man. it wasn't an issue at all. Like from my parents, never they never they never taught me tribe. I learned that on my own when I went back home. Mm-hmm. Like I knew my who I was and my name all the way to my tribe, but. My dad pretty much is like, yo, you're a man in the end of the day, so you get married for one reason. It doesn't matter who, who the girl is. You know what I mean? We don't care about her tribe or her ethnicities. You get married, you do your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, alhamdulillah, tribalism was not an issue. So with getting married, that was like, it was it was not even a concern. It wasn't even on the table. My mom just wanted the girl to be uh, a practicing girl who my mom can communicate with when we do get married and yeah. family setting. Yeah, type that, of thing, that's yeah. completely fair. And, and uh, is that something that 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 happens in your in your culture? Uh, well, to be honest with you, like we don't like for us, like for like relations for opposite genders. There's no like, there's no lens. Like you know, it's just if you that person you're attracted to, then halas, it is, it you know, is what it's it finished. Is. Like you're attracted to whoever you like. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. there should never really be a barrier, you know, as to stop you from you know. Of course, there's dean-related barriers, but like, yeah, there's no nothing like that in our culture. It's very mixed. Okay, mm-hmm. And with us, you know, being Jamaican, my family is very, very diverse. I have half Sudanese cousins. I have a cousin. I have a cousin who's Venezuelan and uh, Syrian. I have white cousins. You know, some with Indian. So that was never really an issue, to be honest. Again, yeah. there might be preference, you know, but once that your religion exceeds your preference, or sorry, your preference exceeds your religion. Like for example, let's say you have two suitors now. One is practicing. He's from a different culture. The other one's not practicing at all. Maybe he hasn't prayed for five, ten years. He has no idea how to pray. But he's the same culture. You'd prefer the guy of the same culture over the other one. Do this culture. Then that's you know, there's an issue yeah, with that. You know what I mean? 100%, 100%. I, know. I guess we. I think we were talking about it before. It's just I gave the example of I have a, my dad's brother married an Indian lady, and like for me, ma- like majority of my family mm-hmm. is like Somali, Somali, mm-hmm. and we all kind of look the same. But just that mm-hmm. that kind of outlier. It, it's like it's refreshing it's like yeah. you know, there's someone you're bringing someone new into the family and like sometimes like I, and we were talking about this before too like mm-hmm. people like um like light-skinned people like half black half white people it shocks me like mm-hmm. that their their mom or their dad might be like white mm-hmm. and it's like it's like yo to me that that's like yo that could be a, like you know that's your stranger and, and someone's saying yo that's your mom and your mom looks nothing like you exactly. but it's still like mm. it's it's refreshing it's like yo mm. it's, it's like different dynamic in the crib and they bring di- something else to the table to the table you know exactly. what I'm saying yeah for sure for sure I also feel like the our Caribbean brothers and sisters the converts to Islam they always get the short end of the stick where if they want to marry a Muslim it's even harder for them like culturally dean wise because they're new muslims and they're not given the chance so let's see me i wanted to marry um an, 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 an afghani i'll probably have a better chance of marrying an afghani than nathaniel over here even though me and him were literally the same skin tone but it's just <coughs> different culture mm-hmm. that's all it is and we're still the same religion so i feel like the caribbeans always get the shorter end of the stick do you, do you guys feel that's true oh like it's it's because it's kind of like so we brought up the topic about you know um like some people saying that they rather marry within the same culture you know but if that's the case because me my product i'm a product of someone who's from a mixed you know what i'm saying background so for me to go and find someone with the exact same mix 
It's like, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Preferably someone who's Muslim is almost like, I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah, in terms of what Gary said, I completely agree with that. And I feel like with me specifically, or, you know, as was Cody or people from the Caribbean or whatever, I guess, region you're from with that culture, I'm not going to deny the fact that a lot of the culture or some of it at that, um, I guess, contradicts, you know, aspects of Islam. But in terms of us being attributed to that, that's wrong because no one here can say they see me at Caribana. In fact, there's probably more born Muslims at Caribana than me and Cody, for example, you know. No one can say they ever see me drink rum before, smoke weed, none of that. You know, so for us to be tied so tightly to this culture, which is, it's funny. And it's it's it's, uh, it's interesting because, for example, Lut alayhi salam, who was from, you know, a community where sodomy was normal, you know, ain't no penetration. He was never attributed to that. You know what I mean? He was above that due to his religion. So the same way me and Cody embracing this religion, having, you know, the difference of what our culture is and what our religion is, I feel like it should be, you know, considered as well. And in terms of culture, the stuff that we embrace would probably be, you know, food, um, the language, you know, but you don't see us, uh, you don't see me blasting Vibes Cartel in my car, you know what I mean? You never see that. Mm. I'm not out here going to dance all events, jumping off speakers. Nah, you know, I'm still against that as you guys are, you know, so mm-hmm. it's funny looking at it from my perspective. Um, I thinking of, like thinking about it, I'm like, you know, we, there's always the, like the fight for like equal rights just in, in terms of race. But just thinking about it, <clears throat> I know I hear this a lot. Like, there's a lot of Somali people that that like they don't respect or they don't respect other Black people. Mm-hmm. So it's there's not that like, and 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 it might go the the other way too. There mm-hmm. might not be there For might sure. be Caribbean people that might not respect other you don't Somali people. Somalis yeah, as Blacks. They might not. You're Somali. Exactly. <laughs> you know. And just even like different ethnicities, like mm-hmm. like brown people and Asian people and there like there 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 might be animosity um towards just with those different cultures mm-hmm. and then we expect us to be expe- ex- accepted by white culture mm-hmm. if we're not like if that that's contradictory because if yeah. we're not united mm-hmm. as different ethnicities if we don't respect each other's culture then it's there's never going to be you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying that unity mm-hmm. just as as people in general you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying and um I don't know about you I, like I, you, we experience this all the time. Mm. <clears throat> like you go to a, a convenience store, even though this is kind of taboo mm. or generic. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to a convenience store, and like <clears throat> they they ask you like, "Yo, are you buying anything?" Mm-hmm. And, you know, they follow you around, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Yo, we we have the same struggle." You know, For you sure. came from this, you came from a different country. Mm-hmm. We I came from a different country, mm-hmm. and we're not native. Like we should have that respect, that, that at least at that mm-hmm. base level. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I, I don't think I don't think um, we we see that. But what, what do you guys, what do you guys think about that? The funny thing that me and Nathaniel we experienced that yesterday <laughs> when we went to uh, the court basketball court uh, in Southside, mm-hmm. and uh, we were walking by the ping pong table, going to the bench, and one uh, Asian kid uh, he had his phone there in his keys. I didn't even notice it, but I sat there, and the kid picked came, took his keys and phone, and went back. And Nathaniel brought it up and said, yo, he thought we were going to steal that. And I seen the kid, I'm like, bro, we're not going to steal that. And he just gave me a shrug. He just like shrugged and just walked away. And it, it, You're right. It, we, especially blacks, we experience that a lot. And we do come from, we're both immigrants. We're both visible minorities. We both came, had, through, had to go through the same struggle, but mm-hmm. they don't see it as that. We're yeah. just, yeah. Exactly. But, um, yeah, do you get that? No, like, uh, it's definitely like, 
it's like as minorities you would assume like they have like a common mutual ground you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then like the fact that the minorities are divided within themselves there's no way of standing against the majority or you know what i'm saying or being like i guess United, I, yeah. as, as like you know in unison with against the majority you know so i don't know it's kind of it's mind-boggling to be honest with you but and with me, I guess my perspective, um, it's more so like with the Muslims, you know, I feel like I haven't experienced this amount of tension in my life in terms of culture, ethnicity, uh, race, until I became Muslim. Like I was never always Jamaican until I became Muslim, you know what I mean? So it's sad that it comes from the, wow. the people who are my brothers and my sisters, you know what I mean? And it's to the point where there's a brother from the West End, um, he, made, he went to uh, pray Salah in a mission in the West End. So predominantly Somali, he made wudu and he went to the Musallah to pray and there was a class going on. And the sheikh was, uh, he said, I don't, you know? So we thought he was talking about him. So he's flipping out, you is he stupid? I'm in the mission. Why is he talking about me? Da, da, da. And I told him, yo, if to be honest, it's probably tafsir, you know? It's probably ayah in the Quran. Or Allah's, yeah, Allah's yeah, referring Allah's to slave. us as his servants. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but the reason, uh, sorry, the, the point is, why is he so, you know? Like, why does, he know, why does he even know what that word means in the first place? From his brother. And it got to the point where he said, yo, these Arabs are not my brothers. Indians are not my brothers. I don't care whether they're from Pakistani, Bengali. They're not my brothers. I don't care if they're the same religion as me because they see me as a certain way. So he said, I'd rather take whoever, like, for example, you know, use Vibes Cartel as an example. I'd rather take him as my brother opposed to this person just because they they share the same culture as me. You know what I mean? He's not going to look down on me for that. So it's crazy. So, like, um... To add to what Nathaniel was saying, like if you don't understand, uh, if you don't understand someone, is it justified for 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 them to be held accountable by by your own thoughts? Like, you know, so like, the, like you making like so stereotypical like what, what judgments. In, yeah, like you know what I'm saying, like in your head, what you think about them, does that like is like, do you hold them accountable because of what you think about them? Like, is that is that fair? Like, no, you know what I'm saying, definitely. and then. If people took the time to like give someone, you know, like give someone time, perhaps they won't fall into this injustice from their own thoughts. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like it just mm-hmm. in general, when you see yeah. a person, <clears throat> you're already making assumptions. Oh, exactly. You get know what you I'm know? saying? Mm-hmm. If like if I saw you for the first time, mm-hmm. I would never assume you're Muslim. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, for so, sure. So, like, you have to like mm-hmm. those initial judgments yeah. should never come into. Uh, your head until you actually speak to the person mm-hmm. and then you re- like mm-hmm. you know you guys have a conversation mm-hmm. you guys talk and you realize what kind of person they are for sure because mm-hmm. physical like if if we're looking at everybody mm-hmm. f- like through their physical appearance mm-hmm. then you're making like crazy crazy yeah touching upon uh what nathaniel said about the brother uh when he was praying in the message and he heard the sheikh giving a tafsir and he said adon where Nathaniel tried to explain, maybe he was talking about, which I don't mean slave in the Somali language. Me, personally, I grew up in Scarborough, and in my neighborhood, I didn't grow up with Somalis. I grew up with Caribbean and, and, and uh, Habesha people. So I never heard that word. I never knew what it meant until I went to the West End, and I heard my cousin say it. And then I came home, and I told my dad and my mom, like, what does Adon mean? They're like, it means slave. I'm like, yo, they were saying Adon to every black person. My dukes said, don't ever say that to anyone. It means slave. That's racism. So from a young age, I was taught don't call Caribbean people or any other black people Adon. And every time I see Somalis call them Adon, I always have to page them. Saying, yo, listen, do you know what that means? That's racist. You're calling an ex-person slave. And I see where it pushes that, where that brother who prayed at the message, where it pushed him away. 
because that's that's a derogatory word. That's racism. You're calling another brother a slave, yeah. which is wrong. That's crazy because you're dishonoring a Muslim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone who's left their, <clears throat> for example, their culture, their family. His mom's cutting up his stove. And he goes to masjid with you guys, his brothers and sisters, yeah, and he feels his tension. Feel safe yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, dishonoring a Muslim, any human being, even if the person's not Muslim. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't. You shouldn't make them feel like that and then i was i was telling these guys before so I, I used to live in i lived in dubai for for a year uh-huh. and um there's 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 arabs there's, it's obviously majority arab country mm-hmm. and there's a there's a black guy and they we used to call me that they used to call me khal which means which kind of means slave mm-hmm. and then um, it was the it was the black it was the black guy that was telling me this i'm like yo you're black and he's like, no, who do you, like, he's like, he thought I was being disrespectful, like, <laughs> like, you, like, how dare you call me black? And me and him fought, because I'm like, yo, if you don't think you're black, and, and you think I'm black, there's, some, like, there's something wrong with you, like, in, like, you know, in Mental. your head, just look into the mirror, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's it, like, in that, like, flipping the script, that's the exact same situation. Me calling you a don, and, and I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm guilty of it, you know, I, I just came, I came from, from, from a different country, I came back to Canada, everybody's saying this and i'm like oh this is kind of normal you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so once um i think cody said yo like don't say that's not a nice <laughs> word i'm like yo 100 percent. i'm gonna stop saying it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's like that lack of knowledge that lack of of like a lack of being informed is 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 um is like it makes you sound ignorant or seem ignorant mm-hmm. especially from mm-hmm. different people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um i, I had I, I brought up a point just like those initial stereotypes i'm mm-hmm. thinking just from a somali standpoint mm-hmm. Um, in Somalia, obviously, there's there's not Caribbean people, mm-hmm. right? And then I guess their idea of coming here, a lot of them come into low income um, communities, mm-hmm. and they see like their 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 kids, their friends with mm-hmm. with Caribbean people and just black people and just different people in general. Mm-hmm. And then there's I remember there I know there's like a, like a lot a lot there's a lot like just black people in general they have a higher chance of getting involved in gang violence, and I guess Somali parents see that and they're they're associating that gang culture to caribbean or black culture so i and i'm i i don't know i understand like their their assumptions are are saying yo if my um daughter or my son is involved with a person they're they're going to be tied into that gang and drug culture you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and i guess we have to educate our parents in a sense too to tell them like yo that's you know that's not necessarily right but for sure i completely agree and it's the same thing with us with us you know what i mean like i'm sure me and Cody's family, they seen, you know, people doing this, but they don't show them no matter what they are. But the thing as well is I was overseas maybe sometime last year, and I was with a Somali brother from, I think, Alberta, and he's maybe 15 years old, and I was in a Thobaku, feels a Muslim country, here the other day, five times a day, and he seen his, his habir driving by, or his hoya, I forgot. And he said, yo, yo, I can't be seen with you. Wow. I'm like, well, yo, we're in, you know, in a Muslim country, I'm in a Thobaku, you think I'm really going to, you know, yeah. like, what's going on? I'm supposed to send you back home with tax or something? You know what I mean? So it's just crazy seeing that in that context as well. You know, I understand, of course, you want to protect your children, but me being Muslim now isn't, you know, that whole misconception. You know, we're like typecasting each other. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's like, it's like it, um, I think an Asian person is automatically smart. And you know what I'm saying? I, then we're typecasted mm-hmm. as black people being associated with, with drugs and violence. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. Yeah, so like, it's, it's, I guess it's contradictory because we're also black. Mm-hmm. And then that 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 idea of it is like yo, you know that's that's definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything to say? It's funny how now uh, the the roles the the roles have reversed, where you see a Caribbean mother telling her kids, "Don't show with that Somali," 
because oh they're dangerous so uh, they're, they're they're gangsters and mm-hmm. they're being trouble in the city so it's funny how <laughs> 20 years ago our parents were saying don't chill with that jamaican and now it's uh, it's the opposite mm. yes. i think to the point mom said uh the somalis are the new jamaicans you know what i mean mm. in terms of whatever but again man i'll make it easy for all of us I mean, and i think like it's it's alhamdulillah it's a blessing being a minority and specifically being being black although there's a lot of struggles that come with it right but alhamdulillah it's a blessing because now it gives you that that perceptive that perception where it's kind of like you don't really look down on people you know what i'm saying for because of what they are you know what i'm saying but you you do it for what they do you know what i'm saying so like for me for example like i said i come from a mixed um like a mixed environment where cousins that i have are mixed with russian filipino you know what i'm saying different types of mixes you know and these are first cousins but like that's the thing i never really seen color like that you know what i'm saying i just kind of seen like bad that people do you know what i'm saying not the ba- not people are bad but people do bad things you know what i'm saying so like i i don't try to put a label on people rather i, I put a label on what they do you know what i'm saying yeah i yeah. think the actions the actions are for sure you know what i'm saying like you can't you know what i'm saying you can't throw a stone at a whole pack of wolves you know yeah. for a bad wolf you know yeah, what i'm saying like yeah I think that's, that's that's kind of what what goes on in in our in our heads mm-hmm, for sure. What's sad as well is sometimes I feel like I have to give like an orientation to new Muslims. <laughs> so they're black, they come to the deen, they're expecting you know everything's go lucky. Alhamdulillah, I go to this masjid. Assalamu alaikum, salam. You know what I mean? So I tell them, yo, to be honest, you might hear this word. It means this, but it's not from the Muslims. You know, it's from their culture. Yeah, yeah. or they might not return your salam, but it's not from the Muslims. You know, so don't be scared. Just be prepared for it. And it's crazy because you hear stories of people leaving the deen. Because they don't feel this, you know, this, unity, uh, yeah. yeah, this unity, exactly. So again, it's sad, man. It has to be, I guess, addressed, you know. One story I had to that was uh, I remember uh, a, a non-Muslim brother in my neighborhood. You know, he was interested in Islam, so it was Ramadan. It happened to be Ramadan, so I said, "Let's go to the masjid, and we're gonna break our fast together." And one of the kids at the masjid, who's friends with my little brother, came up to me and said, "Yo, uh, the management told me to watch you guys because you guys are black, and the guy is black, so." <laughs> that guy, crazy. he just felt like he felt disgusted, and he was interested in Islam. And after that, he said, "Yo, I don't want to be a Muslim. If that's how you guys are gonna move like that, then it's like, forget it." And he just stuck with his Christianity roots. And that's I was crazy. Like, like you know, like you yeah. just push someone away from yeah. ex- entering the religion, and you don't think Allah is gonna question you on the day of judgment. It doesn't matter if the person is non-Muslim; they still have a right on us as human beings. And that was a really sad moment. I didn't. I didn't see that coming, and I can't blame the guy for thinking like that. 100%. For sure. It's even to the point where, um, like, I wouldn't bring my mom and my dad, you know, my family members to certain masjid, because I know what's going to happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's times I won't tell them anything of what I experienced as a Muslim, because I know how they'll see it. Mm-hmm. And it's even times where I had Jamaican Christians come to me and say, yo, how do they treat you? Be honest. You know? So it's, mm-hmm. guys are watching, man, you know what I mean? People have to be worried about that as well. And Dawah needs hikmah, you know? Exactly. Wisdom is, 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 is needed very much. That's true. They need, like, I think, like, we need to hear the different, the different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's usually the, the same people kind of giving the lectures on Fridays. And it's like, why, why don't we give the opportunity to someone that may have converted to Islam to, to, to share their story? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so people know, like, People like nobody would know, you know. You guys are experiencing different things. You know what I'm saying? Like in their head, they're like, "Yo, every like 
you're feeling the same the same way that mm-hmm. I'm feeling. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. That's actually that's a good idea that you brought up. Never thought of it like that. If you have like a conference for like new Muslims to get together and let everyone come and just hear them out how yeah. they how their experience was entering the religion, a lot of Muslims will be surprised and shocked on yeah. what, they're, what they're gonna hear. It's a very that's a very good idea. Yeah, Something that should be done, especially in Toronto. Yeah, cause there's 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 a good like there's a good community of of, of reverts, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying, and mm-hmm. I, I, I like hearing their story a couple episodes back. Like I I had no idea, you know what I'm saying, and I mm-hmm. think a lot of people listening they didn't have any idea either of just the struggles that 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 people go through. So um, yeah, and I don't know I don't know any revert sisters, and, but like. Do you guys have anybody you know that you could share a story? I know something? Sister Reverts, but I just don't know their story. And I and I do feel like they probably get it even worse than the brothers. It's harder for them. That's what I believe. I just don't know any specific stories or yeah. experiences that they've been through. And I agree, because my cousin now, she's married to a Sudani brother, and she has four kids for the man, Allah Mubarak, and yeah. she stays at home, takes care of the kids. And his mother still, you know, dislikes her because she's Jamaican. Even though she's doing her utmost best, you know, I mean, to preserve the religion for the children and the whole Jamaican culture. Oh my gosh, like it's not there. You know what I mean? The or the negativities of that culture, it's not there. So it's it's crazy. They get they, you know, I feel bad for them to be honest. I'm not for them, but mm-hmm. you know, they're more so stationed there and they have to depend on you know, I guess suitors coming to them or open minded, et cetera, et cetera. So it's definitely tougher for them. Um, but the thing is too, like with that, it's like I find that cultural divide is is a divide because both sides aren't willing to come to a mutual ground you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's very much so possible to 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 operate in 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 a collective way you know what i'm saying like for example so like nathaniel said in his case where the there was conflict between the families you know if 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 the person on the opposite side for example the revert in that position if they're willing to accommodate you know to the other family and come to a mutual ground and participate in maintaining that culture and you know what i'm saying and uh and um encourage like the kids to embrace and you know what i'm saying be be happy of who they are you know what i'm saying because it's none like discouraging a kid and not where a kid feels like he, he's not satisfied with who he is you know what i'm saying you want the person to to feel comfortable in their own skin and to embrace like uh both parties both like for example myself like I, i'm not from like my parents aren't from the same place but it wasn't until like i grew older to understand it like you know i wish i was it was hammered down on me but alhamdulillah you know but like now i i embrace both sides you know and i try to learn about both parties you know what i'm saying so it's a it's a very beautiful thing to be honest with you and when it works it's beautiful yeah, you know sure. uh my point i guess is more so um backpedaling towards my cousin now because my family sees this you know and they think oh my gosh this muslim family is so racist you know so their whole perspective on islam is racism you know they don't like us we don't like them what's the point of it you know so when i become muslim it's like is that you know that's what that's all that's a lot of things running through their head which is crazy but like, uh that reason <clears throat> no i think there's a lot of like if you go on instagram there's a lot of like uh modern islamic couples you see like a i know i don't know i don't know her tag but i always see her like a somali girl with like a white this he's married to some white guy mm. and they just have like a bunch of kids and they're just trying to share their story on uh, social media which i think is, is kind of cool but yeah super interesting another thing is the double standards as well 
Like, for example, not to, you know, figures under the bus, but Somalis now. Mm-hmm. They'll come to me like, yo, why do you try Jamaicans twerking and jumping off this, jumping off that? Yeah, it's a little extreme, I agree. But, you know. You can ask them why your mother's doing Nico. In front of a male cameraman, you know, or yeah. in a dara, which is see-through. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? The boys are, are twerking pretty much. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, what's, what's going what I mean? on here? And we have no, like, we have no salam. You guys have the standard, you know what I mean? This is your criterion. Mm-hmm. So look at us like, why are you guys doing this? And why are you guys asking me this first and foremost? If yeah. people ask you guys as Muslims, how come, you know, why are Muslims bombing buildings? Are you going to be like, oh, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's yeah. so asking me this question, I don't yeah. do this either, what the hell? That's true. <laughs> so it's it's funny, man, it's very funny. Or even uh, like chewing cot or, or smoking weed, you know what I mean? They're both like, like cultural drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when I went to Jamaica last year, I went to a masjid, and the brother was taking care of the masjid. He was smoking a spliff, and I was very confused, you know? Because he asked me, where are you from? I said, I'm Toronto. from Toronto. I'm here, my family went to a studio, and they're all smoking. I left. You know, I'm trying to just, you know, preserve my iman, yeah, not true. embrace that part of the culture, which people think I do, yeah. weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. So I went to the masjid, and uh, he said smoking is normal, because culturally it's normal in Jamaica, right? So it's just funny seeing that double standard with, like, you know, drugs or whatever, dancing or whatever. I'm going to be honest. I think health-wise, is, in my opinion, it's just way worse. It's very similar. <laughs> you see so much, like, if you go back home, you see a lot Everyone's of guys with, like, mm-hmm. messed up, like teeth, teeth and yeah. holes in their teeth so mm-hmm. yeah I guess that's that like crazy double standard mm-hmm. but um yeah and to add back to what you're saying it's like some people like they don't know the they don't know the significance of their actions you know what I'm saying and of course as humans that's that's our flaw you know and one being for example like you made they may do things or try to maintain something which has nothing to do with the deen but that's pushing away people from coming towards the deen which is one of the greatest things anyone can ever help someone do which is come towards the deen you know and that being for example let's say in a scenario where someone has an invitation to 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 be a part of a a gathering or something like that and they don't want to bring them due to what their what their family might say for example let's say there's um let's say there's a family dinner and someone invites somebody over if there is someone there that says okay what are you bringing this person here for like you know who's this person what is he you know and if they say oh it's for this and this reason and then that person goes and tells their family like oh this is the unity you know that the religion brings and so forth and so on and then they end up saying, you know what, how was it? And by your face, if it wasn't really good, you can't really hide that. You know what I'm saying? You can't, there's no smile to to to, to mirror or to, to, I mean, not to mirror, to blanket the, the whatever, the, the awkwardness or the type of divide. So then if that's the case, then it's like, how is, like, you know what I'm saying? How is this something that you are proud of? But yet, you know what I'm saying? It's not showing in on your face. So now they're going to be like, okay. This deen that you're telling me about, and I'm talking about someone who's not Muslim, is is this, and you know nobody has superiority or superiority over someone due to skin color or race or tribe or whatever. But then when stuff like this is happening, it's it's contradicting yeah. in their mind, you know. Mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that was a great mm-hmm. that was a great point. No, like same thing. Like I don't I I, I haven't experienced yet, but yeah. like. I just have general conversations with my parents. Mm. She'd be like, "Yo, you have to, you know, you have to marry a Somali girl." Like, mm. and I'm like, "Yo, what if, like, what if I don't find one?" You know, mm-hmm. it's like, "No, no, you have to do, you have to do it." Mm-hmm. So, like, 
you just have to have that conversation and try mm. to give them the understanding to change. Because, mm. you know, mindsets change. You know, people's opinions or um, the way they think might change later on. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think that was a great point. But I guess I'll end the uh, episode here. Yes, sir. Um, thank you guys again for coming. Thank you. Um, thank well, you for having us. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll answer. Big Minor X. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll answer uh, hey, yeah, the, hey, curious yeah. cats, the Curious Cat questions um, after. So we are going to answer some of the Curious Cat questions. Um, we had a lot this time, so yay. Um, but Zebo had one, and um, it was basically saying that uh, he didn't understand what feminism was. Um, equal pay f- for equal work is um, something that is a part of feminism so it shouldn't be um like discarded and basically saying like um learn <laughs> about feminism essentially so yeah uh, what, do, what do you have for the answer uh Zibo? um <clears throat> well basically what this person is implying that something about intersectional feminism where you can be a feminist and you can be this or you can be this and you can be that and one of the things that that that, that they mentioned was if i'm not mistaken was being a feminist and being muslim and I, I had this exact same conversation with somebody else earlier in the week. And what I was saying to them was, being a Muslim, right, and saying that you are a representative of Islam, those same rights that you're fighting for under the guise of feminism, you should be fighting for those same rights under the guise of Islam. Right? Should you not, if you're saying you're one, but you're saying that as if somehow one of them isn't represented and therefore you need to use the other one. I mean, I'm not saying that's what, that's what it is, but that's what it looks like, right? I, I think what the person was kind of trying to say is, like, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, pick a side. I think that's what they're essentially trying to say. Like, mm. there's feminist ideals that, um, that like, are just, in, you said, like you said last week, in Islam um, fights against any injustice. And things like equal pay for equal work if is 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 an injustice. You get what I'm saying? So I I, I don't know if if, if okay that's that with that my thing is why do you need? I'm not saying you can't or you shouldn't. Whatever. Even if again, actually, I am against it. But if you are gonna say that, <laughs> if you are gonna say that this is why I'm doing what I'm doing or this is why I need feminism, that's not a valid answer because. If you're gonna say that's what you're looking, that's what you're fighting for, and that's why you're using this, right? You don't need it. You can say I want to because I want I want to use this banner to fight for women's rights. You can say I want to, but you shouldn't say I. This is why this is why I need it, right? You don't need feminism to fight for women's rights. You you have other avenues to fight for women's rights, and that was one of the things that the questioner brought up was something about I was using capitalism. I was comparing capitalism and communism. I wasn't comparing the two because the two are like basically polar opposites but they are both tools in a, to address economics the same way that feminism is a tool to address women's rights right? and that and that was one of the things that i was saying so one more question was uh since our parents are keen on uh, marrying people within our own country, our culture do you guys think that um we should like stop or not continue to marry someone from a different culture or country so i'll let you guys answer the question all right uh first we have to know why our parents are not keen on us marrying a different culture you have to know their background where they came from the country they came from it's only them their ethnicity so they're not used to mixing in interracial marriages when they come to canada it's something we got to teach our parents that it's a possibility that will happen but should you listen it depends on the situation so 
it depends on the sister or the brother she's marrying and vice versa. So you just got to see the situation. If it's something that your parents are saying, absolutely no, we're going to disown you if you do it, then it's best to just listen to them. If your parents are on the fence, then you can bring shuyukhs and people of the masjid to talk to them and try to convince them. So it just depends on the situation. Anybody else want to answer a question? I was going to say it's, it's a bit difficult because... For the most part, are with our parents. They want us to marry within our culture because they have some hopes of us eventually moving back. Right? And it's, it's harder to go back when you're with somebody who's not from that same country or that same culture. Whereas for most people, for most of us, we don't really have an intention of moving back, right? generally speaking. right? So the idea, so I understand if it was parents that have that concern. But when I, when, when I see a lot of you know, younger people with that mentality, it's more like, it's, it's doubtful. I question it. Like, I don't want to say, I, don't, I know your intentions, but it's questionable. Because if you have no intention of moving back, then why, the, why be so keen on preserving your culture? Because your kids or your kids' kids, they're not going to be you know, from that culture. They're going to be Canadian. Good point, good point. Wow. On uh, behalf of the Somali, which I was speaking for, it's easier for a Somali guy to marry a, a, a non-Somali. Yeah. And because the parents have the idea where that child is still identified as a Somali, that child has a Somali name, that child has a Somali tribe. But if you, do, if you factor in the Somali sister who marries uh, a white guy, for example, that child is more Somali than a child who has a white mother and a Somali father. Because the child is raised with his mom, interacting with the, the dakan, the culture, yeah. learns the language, the food, and everything. So it's, uh, what do I call it? Very ironic how we, we allow the, the, okay, you know what? You can marry a white girl if you want. But this, the girl's like, no, you can't marry a, a white guy or a, a Madho guy. Or it has to be Somali for that reason. Uh, so I, do you have uh, anything to say? Um, I think it's not just like an issue that's black or white. I think it's much more deeper than that. Uh, just to add on to what Guru was saying, um, specifically in our Somali community, the the daughters are kind of told to like stay in home, cook clean, just you know preserve what it means to be a woman. Um, you're gonna do this for your kids one day, and you just like anybody you know who has Somali parents, uh, or specifically the mother is Somali, they tend to hold on to the culture as Guru was saying. They tend to identify more as a, a Somali person. Um, they hold on to that language a lot of times, and if you even you look, if you look at this whole issue of just marriage as a whole, like sometimes there's conflict, but when uh, the two families come from two different cultures, um, the parents tend to take sides. Uh, each parent will say, "No, it's your child that's wrong. No, it's your child that's wrong," and um, you can avoid things like that, or it'll be easier in the long run if you guys are on the same page, if you guys are from the same culture, because it's understood. Like if something happens, the girl can go back to her family. And um, kind of hash it out and whatnot and sit down and see, you know, what it is to be a wife in that culture, what it is to be a husband in that culture and what kind of uh, it implies and whatnot. But um, another thing is like obeying your parents, like it plays a big, big role because, you know, they've uh, raised you to who you are, you know, today. And you should keep in mind and take in, like consider what, you know, what they have to say on who you're going to marry and whatnot. And it should play a big factor, man, because they're your grandparents. It's not like, when you get married, they're out of the picture. Like they're gonna have grandchildren, and um, for us Somalis, we came here by necessity. Our parents came here by necessity, uh, given the war that happened and whatnot. So to lose your identity and what you identify as is 
it wasn't really part of the program. But um, yeah, man. I I I think like late like if even if there is conflict, I think there can be acceptance later on. At the end of the day, although like if you're willing willing to go through the conflict which is kind of the point we're talking about now yeah it's going to be much more difficult it's not to say this is not to say that it's not possible it's more than possible but there's some parents who are more keen on holding on to the culture than others some are more open-minded they have adapted with society in the west and whatnot and they're okay with as long as like your kids are muslim like it's okay it doesn't matter any uh, race they're from they're okay we're all like one but uh some parents are going to be like no i want people who understand like uh, understand the language of one. I, like consider, like for example, like the mother. For example, more time she's going to be staying with her son uh, after the son gets married. And what happens when the mother gets old? Like some cultures, maybe it's not from their culture for the the daughter to take care of the mother. So what happens now when the mother has a daughter-in-law that she can't really relate with, or she doesn't understand the culture? Or what's going to happen? Like is the mother just gonna? We're not going to put her in a nursing home. But you have to consider those type of things. Like you have to kind of think ahead in the long run. What happens when my parents get old? And is my wife or is my husband gonna take care of my my parents to see them as your as their own? Because some parents they see the in laws as their own parents, and some you know in, some um, in laws. Yeah, it's like they're ops. Like I'm not trying to see those people. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it's it's more than just black and white. All right. Uh, anybody else have any comments on the question? Zibo. Zibo. I was gonna bring up something that he just mentioned that kind of you know triggered something in my head, which was you know the I- identity, right? And this is sort of to play devil's advocate and sort of to bring up a, a you know a point, but why why does culture have to be our identity? You know what I'm saying, right? Because generally speaking, I identify as a Muslim first, and then I identify as a Somali. Right? There's also a bunch of different identities, right? But no, to say that you know marrying outside of your culture would somehow you know diminish identity, cultural identity, yes, but identity, I guess it depends on how you see it, right? Big man, <laughs> big man. Uh, yeah, I I think that that's the point. That's like the I said before, like us as Somali people, our relig- the religion and our culture are they're one and the same. They intertwine. And that crossing of the border between culture and religion is where we where the issue is. So some people are like if the religion says it's fine, then there should be no argument. And some people are like yo, I, like I want my kids to to have the same culture I grew up with, their their parents grew up with, and their their parents before that. So. Being a devil advocate against a Zebo, me personally identifying as a Somali is automatic a Muslim. Yeah. So like when I say I'm Somali, it's just Islam is right there because back home our country is 99% Muslim. But, uh, so I identify like myself as Somali, and Islam just is there. Now. Mm-hmm. It, it is now. But who knows You know what it's going to be before. It was before, and who knows what it's going to be after. What I'm saying is to say that it, that's what it is is, is is wrong. It is now, like right now, generally speaking, because Somali is like 99.9% Muslim. Muslim, yeah. Right? But that, won't, that wasn't always the case, and that won't always be the case. Things change. You're right. I guess in like the example is like there's some Arab countries where there's a, now like an emerging Christian mm. different religions. Mm. So I guess that's the point that you're trying to make. Um, but hey, I just want to um, just kind of put something in perspective. Uh, that was a really good point that Zebra brought up. Uh, I just want to mention like um, 
before we all came to Canada, because all of us are like immigrants, um, our parents didn't have to deal with the the obstacle of finding somebody or or, or choosing between like culture. Mm-hmm. Everybody lived in their respective countries, so it was a default for them to be from the same race and ethnicity as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the moment you come to Canada, you have all these people coming into, you know, one society and whatnot, and there's intermingling and whatnot, and people come from all walks of life. It's just a new obstacle that you have to face, and um, for some parents, and and this is why it's kind of important to, um, to know your religion. Uh, some parents they identify as you know, or some people they identify as Muslim first. So after that, there's no, I wouldn't like, there's no discrimination. There's no, there's nothing really put into thought when it comes to okay, who you're gonna marry or what, where you identify as or where you're from. Uh, but some parents they see it as already as a default, like yeah, okay, we're Muslim. We understand that. But beyond that, it's okay, what do you identify as after, you know, like, well, what's after Muslim? Okay, I'm a Somali Muslim or I'm a Afghani Muslim or whatnot. And so uh, it may not be necessarily that they're kind of downplaying your identification as a Muslim, uh, but it's more of um, they already understand that and they take that into consideration. And um, valuing. And the, yeah, they value it. Like, what's beyond that? Right. More of an identity. Maybe. I just kind of put some insight into that way, yeah. Good point, good point. Great point, actually. Um, but if without further ado, I think we're going to end, end the episode there. Uh, thanks again. And that was Saeed on the mic uh, for people like you who the F is this guy talking. But uh, yeah, all right, thanks and bye.